So back to Ocean's 8. <laughs> Frigid Farrah can be used to help people understand how to be intimate with a partner. No. Um, a little tangent off of that. We watched All the Money in the World while I fell asleep halfway through. Now right. he's the poppy, champagne poppy. No, he's not talking about her <laughs> vagina. Merry Christmas, Jeff. And Annabelle. And now we have to find out about the nun? Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck Go fuck nun. yourself. Yeah, fuck that nun. You guys want to know other stuff we like? Anna, be holding your mama's ring. She told me I was starving my face. And I think that there are lunatics that are going to bring their sex dolls out to Fridays. Oh, for sure. And be like, she'll have the margarita, but not too many, because then she starts talking back. I'm about to burp. Oh, wait. Is it? Oh, all right. I'm sorry. Uncooked, but not raw. Uncooked, but not raw. Chew on that for a minute, because I don't know how it could be one without the other. Throw me off a balcony. I can't live in this world anymore. And it's not nice, and I don't appreciate it. So, Lindy, no. Clandy? Clandy star? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Gay swans in Austria attacked humans to protect their adopted baby. Stop it. A colorful plastic cup. Do you understand that that story took more twists than Ocean's 8 did? <laughs> you're in your hospital bed, just woke up, it's Thursday, and you're two like, two wigs and one. two wigs and one day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This is Rigs and Wise. Yes, queen. Should I start with my share? Yeah, you can start with whatever you want. <laughs> We're... It's not even my birthday. <laughs> it was my birthday. Oh, but look, the, the bag. What bag? The bag hanging on the wall. See the bag. It's from your wedding. Well, that's not my birthday. That's my wedding. Well, it's like your rebirth. <laughs> Hi, Wigs. Hi, Wigs. Um, I'm Paul Crow. I'm Lindsay Harbert Silberman. And you're listening to Wigs and Weiss. You sure are. Cheers, lady. Cheers, gentleman. Um, so Wigs. Um I rehearsed this in my head a thousand times, and of course I knew I'd like freeze up in the moment. But um, if you're a first-time listener, Tough start. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe go back and listen to a couple others yeah. and then come to this one. Um, because I have some unfortunate news to report, and I'm reporting it, um, well, it's very fresh, but as many of you know, um, my dog, Dookie, uh, he's been on the podcast a few times. He is a lovable soul. We love him. So much. We lost Duke this weekend, um, and uh, it was uh, sudden and awful, and I'm still dealing with it all, and I'm really going to manage to get through this. Um, but the reason I bring it up is to just let you guys know, because you guys have reported in the past, and a few listeners have heard him and laughed when he barked in the middle of one of our episodes. <laughs> it was hilarious. Dystopian future. Not dystopian, because it's still like a very functioning world, but it's a near future mm-hmm. that could happen in the next three months or the next like three years, basically. Does dystopian imply that there's like something that's wrong. Yeah. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we'll pause. Come here, bud. Come here. Do you want ice cube? Here. Hey, look. Do what it. do you see? He probably sees a possum. He sees his reflection. Do you want that? Come here. Sit with me. Okay. Sit down. <laughs> um, and I'm very, very sad and, uh, just figuring all that out, but I wanted to be here this week in honor of Duke and my very, 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 very dear friend, Lindsay, who has been nothing but supportive throughout this difficult time, and uh, and be here doing something that makes me happy because Absolutely. Um, it's important to focus on those things when you're dealing with something as terrible as losing your one of your best friends. Um, 
And in honor of Duke this week, what we're going to do is something very special, and that is we are not going to pop any corks this week. Mm -mm. You guys know that we love to rant and talk shit and be angry at stuff. But this week is all about joy in honor of my boy. And um, so to that end, we have a very special segment that we're kind of tricking and guilting you into listening to, (laughs) which is part of my ploy. And you'll see in a moment what that is. And if you don't listen, you're bad people. Yeah. And there will be wigs at the end. So that's something that you'll have to wait for. So like there's no way out right now. You're in. And if you'd stop listening, I mean, man. You're a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so our first segment um, is we're going to dive right into a reality check. (laughs) That's right, folks, because RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars is back. In December 14th, season four, we have just been like the cast has been dropped. Mm -hmm. So tonight we are going through the top, the the 10 contestants. But before you go, if you're not a Drag Race (laughs) listener, listen to this plea. We have asked you guys and begged you guys to watch this show if you're not a fan. And and to Lindsay's point, you should for your own good. And if you don't, tonight will be an amazing primer because not only are you going to get me. And me. But for the first time ever, you're going to get Lindsay's husband, Josh. Surprise! You've heard about him. You've heard about him. And now... (laughs) You'll hear him. <laughs> I like how you said heard about him twice. Because yeah, it's always you heard, three things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else would have happened. You heard about him. You've yeah. smelt him. And now you're going to hear, hear him. <laughs> um, so he is going to join us for that as we go through the contestants. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it really will be a great primer. Because if you guys are like, oh, I can't watch. Because, especially because it's All-Stars. Because I don't know the All-Stars. After this episode, you will know enough about the All-Stars yes, to dive in. And this season is going to be... I I'm not going to jump ahead too much, but I think I'm ex- more excited about this All-Stars cast than I was for three. I would agree. Well, we'll find out. Um, so let's beckon that That's, that, that listen, husband of yours. He's a I straight just, man. <laughs> I just did air quotes already. This husband, <laughs> husband. this straight man who's going to like probably <laughs> air talk, be more opinionated about these queens than either of us. For sure. For sure. So I will... Uh, Buckle up, strap on your wigs, and um, we will get Josh down here. Right. Um Will you text him and ask him to bring my inhaler? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the couch. <laughs> Guys, these Coming fires down. have really... Um, oh, God. I told We're not talking about anything bad. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's making it hard for me to breathe. Um, you can talk about other things, too, though, while we're getting him. Um, we're bring Lindsay's inhaler. I got a tattoo today. Yes! Uh, it's a hummingbird. I've told you guys all my hummingbird story, um, how, why I love them, right? I'm sure I've said it. I think so. Um, if not, just know that I have a personal connection with hummingbirds. And then Paul, they're, they're a good omen. They're a sign of joy. They're to remind you things are going to be okay. Yes. And we, I, I, we have a hummingbird that comes to our front yard often and... Shortly after Duke's passing, I was like, I would really love to see the hummingbird right now. And no less than like a minute later, sure sh- enough. swooped in. You're all going to think I'm crazy. But I in like mid tears was like, Duke, is that you? And it tweeted, which I don't even think I really hear hummingbirds. I've tweet never that had much. a hummingbird tweet in my it face. It made noise. It made they noise. They do. They yeah. do make noise. I'm just saying, I've never yeah. had one tweet in my face. So that was the real deal. Yeah. And since then, it hasn't. I think it was like, listen, you get one tweet. Yes, yes. it's me. And then I'm going to go. Yeah. But I'll be back. And he has come back since. So. Memories and, and yes. things. All the universe is big, you guys. It is. It's big. It's vast. And, and luckily, we have. We're lucky to have hummingbirds. We are. 
And now I have one on my arm. For all, all that is spooky because I hadn't told Lindsay the story tonight. No, and I just came over and she said she had a tattoo, but she did not tell me what. Mm-hmm. And I looked at her arm and I was like, <laughs> "He's everywhere. <laughs> He's following you." <laughs> he is. Yeah, she's here. She's here. Oh my god! Oh, and she wore she... a wig. I don't know if you guys know this, but Josh's <laughs> drag name is Boo Boo Butt Stuff. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's DJ Butt Stuff. Remember? <laughs> oh, right. You, you want need my a inhaler? Chair. Thank you. There's you need a, a chair. Uh, oh. Yeah, there's this guy. It's a little loud. Oh, wait, no, there's one behind Paul, isn't there? Yeah. We already introduced you as straight in air quotes. <laughs> are, is, are, so we'll share a mic. Yeah, is that cool? Yeah, totally. I don't want to share a mic with him. I don't blame you. Gross. Um, we'll wait till he gets situated. She's, she's situated. This is so exciting. Hey, this is very exciting. First of all, I just <laughs> want to say that I'm, I'm a longtime fan, longtime listener. And, um, well, it's very exciting for me. Thank you for for joining us tonight. Cheers, clinkies. Cheers. I'm taking my inhaler. <laughs> I've walked on the outside of this office so many times, and I've seen you. Have guys. you always like wondered what it was like on the inside? Yeah. Of a gay club. <laughs> I've been to uh, a, mm. a few actually. That's true. It's not really even yeah. a joke. <laughs> um, Josh is here. It's been two years. Then it's the first time we've invited you downstairs. It's You're really actually so kind of lucky rude of us. Made it. Thank you. And sorry what, that it took this long. What do you think it was that, like, you guys, you know, you kept against me? Like, what do you have against me that you didn't want me to be? A lot of things. I know. Um, we, we only have a good amount of time. And we said that we wouldn't talk anything about <laughs> anything negative. Okay. Just, I burp. Thank you. Um, so tonight, I've already told them, but you don't know. Um, we're going to be going through the all, RuPaul's Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Season Four cast, one by one. And we've told the audience that if this guy watches, how are you not watching? Do you agree with this that being thought? You. Yeah, you're, you're that guy. Oh, I, I love the show. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. But I mean, talking like this, like jujitsu fighting. Straight comedy writing, like, guy watches RuPaul's Drag Race. Can you give them, like... It's, like, probably the funniest show on television. There you go. Just, That's, I mean, great. what it's else a, do you want than that? Great characters. It's such, it, the whole thing is, like, a, a very funny bit. And uh, when, once you get it, like, my parents, each of them individually tried to watch it, and they both... <laughs> <laughs> They, they didn't get it. I'll just say that. They just... They're almost angry that we made them watch it. <laughs> what made them so They're angry? They're still angry. <laughs> really? Like, what are they mad about? I, th- I think it's This just is probably a- not the best thing to say right no, now. No, like, and it's, it's not... It's just they don't... Like gay get- people? <laughs> no, no. I think it's so... Quite o- the opposite. I think it's... They just are... It's something that is so out of their sure. realm of of, like... Being on TV, mm-hmm. it's like, wait, what? what is happening? Yeah, I get that. It's very quick. It's flashy. There are so many inside jokes, so it would take a while to yeah. sort of like get up to speed. And it's a different language. It is a different language, yeah. yeah. I remember I tried to, I think I've told this before, maybe even on the podcast, but I know I've told you that I tried to get my mom to watch when I was home once. And it was the night that Valentina didn't take the mask off. And I started the episode and it was so like Mm-mm. crass already that I was just like, oh, I forgot that it's like so body, but like I B A W D Y, by the way, not body B O D. I don't know. Not if serving I, the, body. Yeah. Um, and so I went upstairs to watch it, but my mom came upstairs and she sat next to me for the end. She's like, well, what's happening? And right at that moment, the Valentina moment happened. And I was like, you couldn't have sat down at a better time. And she was like, that's crazy. She should have her mask off. She can't see her <laughs> lips. And I was like, I know. So that was pretty iconic. She but saw it in a historic moment. She did. Well, our, my father was watching when, well, it was very confusing on a, a few levels for him because it was the episode that Ben um, had to vote 
Oh, Some, that somebody is off really with. Confusing. She had to do that several episodes in a row because she kept winning. And this was the episode that she decided to vote herself off. My father could not have been more confused. Also, he kept falling asleep, snoring, and then kept hearing them say Ben. His fu- his name is Ben. So it was so confusing on so many I levels. I forgot about that. That's amazing. That's He's like, amazing. what? No. No, what? Shantae, I what? No, I don't. Um, well, you guys aren't those type of people. You're different. You're you want to hear. You, you want you, you want to know about it. I feel like there's very specific people in my mind that I want to like address right now, but I'm not going to put cu- them on blast. I don't want to put them on blast, even though I do. You could get away with it this week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I feel like if you it, don't have to. Though. If there's one like you feel do- like Donnie's not Gina really Anderson. Fan. Gina Anderson. <laughs> I'm going to call out Gina Anderson, who is a lifelong. Stan of Wigs and Weiss. Gina, what are you doing? Gina, you really need to start this season. Guilt. Guilt. You could jump in this season. I mean, this lineup is Well, that's what is, we're here amazing. for. Yes, that's perfect segue. Okay, here we go. He's a producible guy after all. Look at all. this. All right, so let's actually dive into the aforementioned. Let's start with Valentina. I'd like to keep it on, please. Wonderful. So Valentina's our first contestant. Um... Actually, I think, Josh, what we would like, since you are our guest tonight, we'd like your reactions first on these queens, if you're comfortable with that. And you're, and really, we're just talking about our excitement level. What are you expecting? Yeah. And then at the end, we'll do our top, we'll do our threes, mm-hmm. not in order, and then we'll pick a winner, just to see what happens. Okay, I wasn't prepared for that, well, um, but, I, but I'll do that's it. What makes, do that's what makes good, good producing. So, we start with Valentina. Mm-hmm. I love a good villain, and there's no better villain than Valentina. Correct. Um, she is... For the first, what was it? Notes? Sick, no, this oh. is just the list of the queens. Okay. I ha- I'll, I'll prompt you with them, so don't, okay. I want um, you to relax. I want you to enjoy yourself. I am relaxed. Okay, um, relax. I'll let my hair down. Uh, <laughs> Valentina, for what was it, the first six uh, episodes mm-hmm. that she was on, she just seemed like Miss Perfect, and then it was probably episode seven that everything just went crazy, and then you realize she's like a sociopath, which made me love her even more, so I can't wait to see her on this season. Did you feel like she was a sociopath at the mask moment or was there something earlier in that episode? Like I try to remember when we melted down that episode. She did. I don't remember that. Right. Didn't she melt down? I think you might be thinking of like Alaska in that. Oh, I think I am. I think I might not have realized it until the reunion. I don't think I realized that's what's interesting about Valentina is that we didn't know. I don't think I knew she was a villain until the reunion, like straight up. I agree. That mask moment while crazy, even the untucked, I remember being mad at her because she was like not listening to the music and not rehearsing. But I don't remember feeling this much like, oh, she's a villain. Well, I don't think she, she definitely didn't think she was going to be bottom two. I didn't think she thought that she was going to be lip syncing for her life when she was in untucked. No. But she's still... Well, in Untucked, though, doesn't she... No, she doesn't know. But she was in the bottom. Didn't she think she was in the bottom? She was in the bottom three, but okay. I don't she think, think she, she expected gonna... to be lip So that's still, though. That's not a professional queen. Yeah. You, If you're in the bottom three, get ready. Mm-hmm. I kind of also, though, re- I respected that she just <laughs> expected to win. So she's like, fuck it. I'm not going to like <laughs> try to learn these songs. I don't care. Oh, that is true. I'd prefer to keep it on. Um, for those of you who are going to watch Drag Race for the first time this season, um, what we're talking about is Valentina in her season um, was was going to win. Yeah. She she killed every runway, every challenge. She was incredible. And then I can't remember what challenge put her in the bottom two. I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, but she... Did not expect to lip sync. Oh, it was Madonna because she was dressed as a matador. 
right? No. No. No, that's not right. Because her Madonna was the sex book. Okay. Where she's hitchhiking. You're right, you're right. But let's think now. It was, um, who was the one that went up against her and had the crazy makeup on that I hated? It was Nina Bonina Nina Brown. Bonina. So what, like, what was she wearing that, Nina? It was probably an... Uh, it doesn't matter. That's, it doesn't remember. matter. So um, she wore a mask for her runway and when she went to lip sync, she hadn't rehearsed the song and didn't know the words and the mask covered her mouth. So as she was lip syncing, she left the mask on and everybody was like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? <laughs> it's a lip sync for your life. And Rue said just as much. She said, Valentina, this is a lip sync for your life. We're going to need to see your mask. And Valentina... Need to see your lips. And Valentina historically said, I'd like to keep it on, please. <laughs> and Rue was like, is, take off the mask, bitch. And then she said, this is a limp sync for your life. What part of that don't you understand? Oh, that's right. Ooh, Mama Rue went for her. <laughs> and then she took it off. And everyone in the back row was looking at each other like, oh, she doesn't know the words. <laughs> that was iconic also. It was so it iconic. Was Shay. Was yep. it Shay? Yeah. She, oh, she doesn't know, know the, the words. words. And then this season, I believe this past season, somebody else tried to, I think it was um, Asia. Tried to like co-opt it and it didn't work. Like mm. she was like, I was like, no, no, no. That was a once in a, yeah. let's not do that twice. But also. They probably made her do it. Well, we'll, we'll get to Monique. Okay. Um, anyway. So any other closing lesson. thoughts on Valentina from. The only thing I, I just want to comment on that, that, um, that episode, what was so amazing and like why that, sh- why that this show, like you can't write some of that stuff. Why it's so incredible is there aren't many, um, there aren't many, um, episodes where people are covering their faces with, with things that happened to be one. And it happened to be the one that she was in the bottom two. And it happened to be the one where she was like, didn't know the word. It was just like a may everything just worked. You're for right. This perfect moment. So like, cause if it hadn't happened that way, like what, what, how Valentina could have won. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was one freak night combination of what you probably like. Yeah. She didn't think she was going to lose and a mask. She gets sent home and now she's on all stars and we'll see what happens there. But I weirdly am not rooting her on at all. Oh, really? No. I don't want to like cut to my top three yet, but I will say I am personally not. I, I'm excited to see her as a villain. I think she's going to be serving incredible looks. But from what I know of her from the reunion and posts, the stories right. I have heard of her on the road that like no one seems to like working with her from what I've gathered. I don't know if that's changed that much, but there's a few queens that have come out and said like she's not pleasant to work with. Right. And I don't like that. I don't like people that I, agree. I can't root on somebody that's just like serving great looks if they're not decent. I still Detox. love a good villain mm, though. Mm, mm. True. <laughs> True. But she was mean to me personally. Yeah, so that, that's where it, but that direct like line to to like because I don't really know anyone specifically no. who had issues with Valentina. It's rumors. But that bitch was not nice to you directly. So I stand firm on Thank that. Thank you. Real firm. Thank you. I also don't like Pearl. Because she was mean to someone that I love personally. Yeah. yeah. Who could it possibly be? <laughs> it's Josh. It's Josh. Um, okay. So let's move on from Valentina. And let's jump over to Monet since you brought her up. Didn't you, Monet? I brought, I brought up Monique. Which is part of the problem. <laughs> yes. And I really am struggling with whether or not there is like some vague racism in that for me, to be honest. Like I'll put that out there. Like I just like... I struggle with like keeping what they did on that season separate. Well, I, I see two very distinct queens. The problem is it is two black queens with very similar names from the same season. And looks. 
Like their looks. I disagree with that. I think uh, just in terms of like they're both cartoony at times. True. Like they the sponge dress to the Cookie Monster, or is that both? Um, Cookie Monet. Monster was Monique. Right. And Sponge Dress was Monet. Like, there's, there's comedy in their looks. Yes. So I just think... Well, Monet thought that dress was, like, control. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She didn't know that was comedy. Yeah. But she also did the, the low-hanging boobs as the old lady. True. So, like, she's got... They both have comedy in their looks. They both have a lot of stuff going on. It's not racist, you guys. I'm over it. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about Monique first. Brown cow. Stunning. <laughs> I think Monique... I think, I think Monique's ready. No, she meant you. you. <laughs> I think Monique's great. I'm excited to see her uh, with some money coming back and 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 showing some new good looks. I think. Mo- can I just go straight to Monet? Yeah. Well, I well I have well. Not you, actually, I've already said I my. I feel thoughts. like we're doing I both can, of them. Yeah, let's so do, I'll just go. Yeah. Monet. I love Monet. I think she's hilarious. I want to like hang out with her and go to brunch with her. But um, she. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen her wear a good wig. Um, that's pussycat. She's the pussycat one, right? And um, honestly, like. I didn't. I love her. Don't really need her on All Stars this year. I feel like it's a little bit. So you would much. prefer to have Monique on? I would prefer Monique over Monet for All Stars this season. Yeah. What about Monique stuck out to you from season one that you're excited to see again? I thought she. I thought she was funny. I, I thought she had really good, like you know, talking head moments. She did. She was good in uh, Untalked too. She was. Yeah. Always, she was back there a few times, and I felt I liked her presence. Although she can lose very that. Remember, she tried to make very that happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very yeah, that, very that. I was like, oh, you were pushing that one. But I love brown cow stunning. Yeah. Um, I my just like I don't know why their managers didn't tell them no way to cycle, go tour, yeah, and wait a cycle. I don't know why they're on all stars. I understand that they want to capitalize, like drag race. The producers want to capitalize on the heat from the previous season, so they want those girls to come on. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a smart career move because now they're they aren't going to have the heat the tour heat after their season and then the tour heat again after All-Stars. They're just going to have it for the one round. I don't disagree, but to play devil's advocate, 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 advocate I would cite Aja. I think Aja had we not seen her immediately on All Stars, I don't think we would love but her Aja nearly as much. But Aja didn't have a good showing on her season. Both Monet and Monique did. I would argue that Monique didn't. How many episodes? Yeah, I think I'm- Monet missed congeniality. Monet could definitely take a season off, but Monique, I think I need more from. I don't really love Monique. I think Monique is like a little bit lesser than. If we're talking about the two of them for sure, but just in general, I don't remember much about her except for Brown Cow, maybe, and a little bit of the untucked moments. With that being said, would you prefer to have Monique or Monet? On this season, Monique, yeah, because okay. I want to so see more from her, and I feel the same thing about like Aja. We didn't get to see enough, yeah. and she was awesome the next season. So it was, and I think, yeah, I think maybe with Miss Congeniality, Monet might show up with a little more like, oh, I'm, I've got this, Hutzpah. and that won't go so well for her. Could, Could be, be just a pr- prediction. Let's just, or she got that Miss Congeniality money, and she's like, mm-hmm. look at these costumes, honey, honey, honey. All right, um, let's jump. Let's go back in time a little bit. Okay. All the way back to, um, I had her name right here, and now I'm missing it, and Donnie's going to be so mad at me because- Manila Luzon. Manila Luzon. Now, I will be completely honest here. I do not know Manila at all. I did not watch her season. I've never seen her perform. Do you know her? I know very little. I know that um, that Donnie loves her, mm-hmm. and so I will be rooting for her. Um, she's. I like her her looks that I've seen, but I really don't know her personality, so I can't really speak to her. Yeah. 
Uh, I agree. I don't know much about Manila. Um, the interesting background behind her and Latrice, though, is that they were on All Stars 1, and they did this. I didn't watch All Stars 1, so I don't know like exactly why it was so controversial. I do know that they worked in teams, yeah. and somehow they got fucked. But they won, right? No, no they, they did not win. win but, yeah. but they were on All Stars, so they technically should not be here again. It's like kind of a twist, but not a twist. Yeah. Um, Once um, what's her name came back last season, all that like everything's out yeah, the window. It's true uh, for All Stars three. I mean, sorry, right? Um, Baby O'Hara, yeah, BB, yeah, Baby O'Hara, Baby Zahara Bonet. No, <laughs> <laughs> we are fucking about Zahara. Baby Zahara is that but right? She doesn't have a third name, right? Wait a minute. I think it's Bibi Zahara. I think it's a Bibi Bonini Brown. <laughs> <laughs> BB, it's Bibi Rexa. Just kidding. Bibi Butt stuff. That one's just for Donnie. Bibi. Why do we not remember her name? Bibi Zahara Benet. Oh, so I did remember her you name. You did remember her name. Nailed it. But this is how... Oh, she's so annoying. Um, let's move on from her. But yeah. yes, Manila. I'm excited. I, from what I saw just in the Meet the Queens, seems like funny, serves a look, can lip sync. I think she is like profesh to yeah. death. You know, she's going to come. She knows what she's doing. She probably has a plan. She's got that coin from touring for many years. For sure. Um, I think she's going to slay. I think so too. I'm realizing that I don't have nearly as many cool drag like expressions that you have and I feel a little <laughs> inadequate but I'm just going to keep rolling with it. We live together. You could take on you any could. of these things. It's like living with someone who speaks a foreign easily. language. You should learn their language. It's like I understand the language but I can't really speak it. <laughs> He's not conversational yes, drag you can hat. you're a listener you're not a speaker I need yet. a Rosetta Stone like a drag <laughs> Rosetta Stone that would be awesome just say yes mama slay yeah. or whatever you're gonna have to learn how to roll your tongue though too like uh, could you just tell us the gist of the story like the oh, grrr, oh, that's I can't, I can't try it try a tongue pop try. the tongue pop just you tongue too pop. by the way you can't tongue pop either <laughs> no ah oh, fuck oh. can you do it I can't tongue pop the gist of the story, Rose. We know I can't tongue pop. <laughs> we know we know this about me, but I can. Oh, crrr, oh I can do that. Yeah, yeah. Can you do that, Josh? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to even attempt. <laughs> Just try. No. <laughs> Just try. <laughs> try it. You have to try it now. No, I. I, I it's I, one of those things that once like the producer asks you, do you have to? I know. Try and then it. I'm just gonna go ahead. And it's go. like a gun being on screen. It's gonna. It's gonna fire. <laughs> All right, then shoot me. Okay. <laughs> Oh. Uh, all right, so since you brought up Latrice Royale. Hey, get those nuts away from my face. I, uh, Josh, you go first. I don't, again, I don't, here's the thing I'm excited about. I've been watching this show since season eight, right? That was, that was Bob's yep. Uh, season. Yep. And um, so I know some queen, I know some queens in five and six, like I know some th- from all stars and stuff like that. I'm really excited about the queens that I don't know really well, and Latrice is probably the one that I'm most excited about. That's awesome. Yeah, um, me too. But I, again, can't speak to that either, so I'm just excited. Um, that's it. I mean, you, there, there's something about seeing Latrice and hearing nothing come out of her mouth, and you're like, I need to know what she does. I Latrice's mean, laugh <laughs> is the most infectious thing I've ever heard in my life. It's just like, and also her like flipper lisp that she has. I don't know if it's her caps or if she wears a flipper, but I love I don't it know what so a flipper much. Is. A flipper is like fake teeth that like pageant girls wear. Seems like Paul's not uh, fluent in a drag. Dropped her phone. 
He really wanted to jump in there and like kill Paul, but Paul got right in and just stabbed him. Dropped your phone. Just dropped your phone. Um, I love everything about Latrice, and I know more about her than I do Manila because um, when I was working on a show called Playing House, my boss, uh, we were trying to get Queens for an episode, and my boss loved Latrice, and she's like, we have to get Latrice. Like, I... We have to get Latrice. Latrice was interested, but she was touring, so she couldn't do it. Excuse me, Urgle burp. Um, uh, real burp. Oh, nice. Um, so I watched some Latrice just in kind of preparation for it. And she's just funny. She's confident. She can serve a look. Mm-hmm. She's a big girl, which I love. Real big girl. I would love it if we had a big, a big black girl win this season. I agree. I will also say the night that we saw Rock the World, no, what do they call it? Work the World, the, yeah. the last tour, yeah. I think we talked about on the podcast, the sound quality was horrific. Lindsay lost her mind, stormed out. She, I didn't storm out. She stormed out. I may have stormed out. They're still cleaning like the skid marks <laughs> off the off the parquet. <laughs> <laughs> she was high tailing her and Vanessa. I was like, you should go. We were, Vanessa and I have similar tempers. <laughs> we were both angry. So they left and once we were, with the dead weight was gone, we only had three people. Bitch. So we could navigate into the crowd and we, the sound was still terrible, but we got close to the stage and we this saw, bitch. we got to see Latrice perform and Latrice fucking killed. And at the end of the performance, I also remember went and hugged both the male dancers and like laughed off the stage. I was like, that shows you're fucking cool. Love. Because there's probably plenty of people like Valentina or Detox um, who would probably just walk off the stage. Also fun, not fun fact, but a cool thing about Latrice of recent times. So uh, Latrice is, I assume from Florida. Um, she was incarcerated at some point in her life. And um, when the, um, <clears throat> the, Bill or prop, was it, is it a prop? I don't know how our legislative system works exactly, but I do my best. Um, Florida passed a... Um, what the hell are you talking about? Something ban- that, that allows, <laughs> allows people who are incarcerated <laughs> to have their voting rights back. Oh, yes. You told me this earlier. Um, so Latrice posted about how she, got, she gets to vote again and how people can change and be rehabilitated and all that stuff, which I thought was really cool. Are you still with us? Hey, thanks so anyway. <laughs> Listen, it was good in theory to talk it was. about. It was. Um, so we're all rooting on the trees, it sounds like. Yes. Um, let's jump to the season. The first season that both Josh and I watched uh, was season eight and Naomi Smalls, who was a finalist in season eight, one of the top three. Before they were doing like crazy uh, lip sync battles to end the series, they would have each uh, drag queen come out and do just a number. And I remember Naomi's number like being one of the best of the three. It was Kim Chi, Bob the Drag Queen, who ended up winning, and Naomi Swalls. And I, when we went to DragCon shortly after um, starting to watch this, like we, we got all three of us got very caught up in the drag moment and we went to DragCon and Naomi was there and Naomi had this awesome pink t-shirt that I ended up, I was like, I think I love Naomi. Mm. And I had this really, and I bought that. I wear the t-shirt all the time now. And people are always like, that's a cool t-shirt, Do even people, though they don't know it's okay. Naomi. They're just like, one woman actually told me at uh, the grocery store around the corner from us, she was like, I love your shirt. And I was like, Oh, are you a fan? And she goes, no, I'm a model. I was like, Oh, well, 
All right. I don't know what quite what to do with that, but <laughs> wait. So you're either a fan or a model. Those also, are the two options. She was. I think she thought it was like a shirt that like mo- like it was a, a shirt for a model. Maybe I don't know. She was working at a grocery store, so clearly she's not a great model. But she <laughs> she really liked my shirt. Okay. <laughs> We're really rocking some great stories tonight, by the way. But I'm excited for Naomi. I'm very excited for the legs, for the looks, and I did not like her Meet the Queens look. I'll be honest at all. But I, um, I'm excited to, to hopefully see her blossom. I always under uh, underestimated Naomi. I, the, the, that, that whole season, I always was. I wasn't like that impressed by her because she 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 was a little more of an introvert. But then she always came through. Whatever the challenge was, whether, whether it was comedy or whatever, and her looks were always amazing. So she's gonna she'll always go further than I expect. She's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Naomi did not thrive until the last half of her season. That's the true. first half, she did not serve a good look. She was in a lot of lip syncs. Exactly. But she can lip sync. She can lip sync. Um, Naomi, I think, is gorgeous. Um, I don't understand how such a gorgeous woman can also be such a gorgeous man. Um, so do you think he's that looking as a man? Well, here's here's I I do except for right now he has his lips plumped to the gods. He had a lot of work done. A lot of work done. And listen, you want to get the work done, fine, but balance that out with your makeup because his eyes look beady, beady, beady. I agree. Next to those giant ass lips. The the meet the queens look in general between the actual uh, dress and the face. The face is not working either. So I'm hoping it's just like some. Yeah, and I that agree. hairline. Yeah. What was going on with that hairline? I agree. Naomi, Naomi will look all natural next to Trinity, though. So, <laughs> all right. Well, we let's, haven't gotten to her, but yeah, let's do it. Let's go to Trinity. Do you want me to start? Yeah, do it. Going off of what my husband said. Holy shit. Those lips, they look like deflated, like pink balloons. <laughs> They're just flapping around as she talks. And it's, so, I don't. And just to get the audience, this is one another very recent queen. She was on season nine. Season nine. nine. nine season nine. Yeah. Um, She's Trinity the Tuck Taylor. Well, now it's like she's being listed as just Trinity the Tuck, which I don't love. No, on I don't the, like that. On the Queen's thing, it's Trinity the Tuck, which is no. weird. And the reason they call her the Tuck, for those of you who are not familiar with the drag uh, verbiage, at the Tuck is how you place your genitalia in a way that you cannot see it when you are wearing very tight-fitting, crotch-revealing uh, clothing. And so Trinity <clears throat> is widely known for her talk because you cannot see a thing. On the finale episode, <laughs> what was covering her where her penis would be if she were not tucked was a literal, literally like an inch wide. The only, I think the only person that I've seen tuck harder is um, the Australian... Oh, Courtney Act. Courtney Act. Courtney yes. Act, when she came out in the wings that yes. season, I was like, there is absolutely a penis was never here. Listen, the truth of the matter is, my vagina would eat up some of their costumes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't going bad news tonight. <laughs> how did your vagina come out? I don't understand how they can make a penis disappear like that. I don't understand. I don't understand. Like really All I can think is Little Shop of Horrors right now for some reason, and I'm not happy about it. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> it's like an, it's like a really funny, uh, unique, like special talent that a queen has that they are so good at tucking. Well, it does take like duct tape, you know right. that, right? Yes, of course. But I still, I think the thing I get hung up on 
Are the testicles going in? Listen very carefully. I quit this bitch. Yeah, me too. That blows that. my mind. That was that was news to I think all of us when Donnie <laughs> told us about it. That the balls like they have a place from from whence they came. They have a place. And then it's like you go you, to Bed Bath and Beyond and like oh I, I just need the testicle holder. Yeah, I just need um yeah I, I'd like you know what give me two. Yeah, just in case one gets stuck. Exactly. And you put your I don't have balls. I don't know, but you put your balls in there. And then they're in there. <laughs> just, it makes my stomach hurt. I know. It makes my stomach it. hurt. I, have I can to say, feel it exactly where they would go right now. Like, I know where they'd go. And I, yeah. I feel like I, like you'd be like, <gasps> Trinity, <laughs> Trinity, with, yeah. tri- with Trinity's um, tuck uh, moniker and her, um, her face and all of her work, she would be like the, the weirdest one to introduce like my parents like to. Yeah. Like, well, here's, here's the interesting thing. I don't know if you guys remember this, but when... When Drag Race really started exploding into the zeitgeist, like into in pop culture, was when SNL did a sketch oh, and they and they Chris Pine, and they, yeah. yeah, and Chris Pine was talking about Trinity, That's the top right. Taylor, and it was kind of amazing. And I'm excited for because Tr- Trinity is such a bizarre and funny character. I'm really excited for her on the show. I'm super excited to see Trinity again because I feel like similar to Naomi. Did not really have like uh we I feel like we did almost didn't like her for mm-hmm. a while and then as the season continued one of the things that Meet the Queens did was point out her comedic performances in the nine hundred two and O sketch and also the Nun which while loud and obnoxious I don't find very funny but right. I like if everyone else liked it I'm willing to go along with it but like I never I sometimes feel like careful editing makes people. Like her performance was so outstanding. It's because you didn't you showed the best moments, right? But even those best moments to me were not that funny. I think that can go with a lot of the acting challenges on RuPaul's Drag Race, though. So I feel like with that, I can give her some leeway. I do love. Well, I didn't. I think one of the reasons we didn't love her at the beginning of the season was because she has a, she doesn't seem warm or nice. Mm-hmm. And then as the season went on, she definitely warmed up to the other girls and then she would make jokes about, oh, I thought you were mean. It's because my face doesn't move. Yeah. You know, that kind yeah. of thing. Do you consider Trinity like a villain type? No. I don't. I don't anymore. Do you consider her more like a hero or a heel? Well, you know? actually, as I say that, I think she'll probably play a villain. I think that she'll play up like I'm not... The I'm not here to make friends thing. And I think that's especially on all stars. They're all so careful to right. not be mean to each other. Like we saw what happened with even just Shangela, like barely who knows what she did. And she still got called out for it on the, on the, on all stars. I think she just wasn't friendly. Right. And so I think that might be what Trinity does. It's like, it just keeps to herself and it might come off. I'm not, now I'm realizing what I'm saying. She's not going to play a villain, but she might come off as one because she just wants to be professional. Yeah. And it's also the edit, you know, we don't really know, you know, what they're, what they're keeping in and what they're leaving. Absolutely. But she, I still, and this, uh, Donnie has said that Donnie's name is being said so many times. He's going to be so happy. But like he (laughs) did say from the start that Peppermint did not win that lip sync. Uh, in in that season, I don't. I at this and point, I don't, I don't disagree. I might not. I've seen it so many times now. So, what, if you guys are not all stars, uh, 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 drag race watchers, the season, season that Trinity was in, there's a lip sync off that they do at the end, and she was up against a queen named Peppermint. Peppermint had a vicious reveal. It was but a great reveal, but her her, her lips lip were not, not synced. Yeah, her lips. But she had a reveal, and there's been a lot of talk amongst the drag race community is what's more important in a lip sync. Lips that move to the song or reveals. And I believe it was Latrice that actually came out and was like, this is a show that's gotten real dependent on reveals, and I'm going to bring it back to lip syncing. I would say 
um, that it seems like the reveal is the icing on the cake and the lip syncing is like the fundamental, that's the cake. And if that's not good, then the reveal shouldn't even matter. Like, you know, but do you think that that's something that you've like come to terms with now because of like I, the I, way I, the reveals have gone? Literally realizing this in this moment. I think you're absolutely right. I think we're now coming of I age agree. where like the reveals have gone with butterfly gate. Like the reveals have gotten too elaborate. We need lip syncs. Although back. butterfly gate is just so amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy it happened. <laughs> And you know what? Asia did capitalize on it, she too. She sure did. So good for her. Bad for the butterflies. Um, I agree. The icing doesn't matter if it's a shit cake. Um, I like that. But... <laughs> icing doesn't matter if it's a shit cake. Yeah. I will and say, peppermint though... peppermint was not a shit cake. It wasn't. But it was but one of those cakes sync- you get at a grocery store. Yes. It was a Vaughn's cake. Yes. Which yes. are delicious and serve a purpose. <laughs> but... But I think that Trinity could have been a wedding cake. And she did have a tiny reveal... It was her yeah. tiny tuck. Yes. Um, she just wasn't expecting Peppermint to have like the reveal of all reveals. And I will also say, keeping that wig on for what she did, she had a lot of hair. Oh, she was jumping and tumbling and going everywhere. So, yes, we're excited for Trinity to be back. Yes. Um, let's go to, um, was Farrah on Trinity season? She was, right? Yeah. Pheromone. You don't love me. Josh, talk about Pheromone. Uh, beautiful queen. Um, for a lot of the season, <clears throat> I, I didn't really love her. Her whining was pretty Why? annoying and yeah. also kind of great. Like, and I honestly didn't really care at all for Pheromone until, you don't love me. You don't love like, me. Like that made me love her and I'm happy to have her back just for that moment. Yeah. Farrah was redeemed, um, because of the reunion. Her, because of her, to, to watch her and Valentina this season. That's what I'm excited That's true. About. So on that is a great duo. Valentina and Farrah were on the same season and in the reunion, as we have been talking about, Valentina kind of became a villain and that villain moment be- came out when she was being very poised and sort of perfect Valentina and Farrah from the cheap seats <laughs> said, you're not a nice, like I used to be your friend. We used to be friends and you have since ditched me. Yeah. You don't text me back. And Valentina doesn't even turn around, just no. stays up front and yeah. keeps talking straight to camera. And, uh, she, does she say, she say I love you? She did say she says, I love, I love you. So Valentina says, Farrah, like, I love you. And Farrah, and the, and the slow focus burns off of Valentina in the perfect moment. Whoever that DP was or cameraman that knew just to go right in on Farrah's face when she goes, you don't love me. You don't love me. <laughs> and she she was known for her cry in her season and this like deep frown that she does when she she does not have a pretty cry face, but it's an adorable cry face. Yeah. Um that's and it fair. was it was like the that. same like frown with like grumpy cat, like you don't love yeah. me. <laughs> grumpy cat's a good reference. She also um I'm really I was really happy when they brought Christina Aguilera on the beginning of last season uh-huh. and they had all the old queens back and they had a special moment between Farrah and Christina because Farrah looks a lot like Christina and Farrah adores looks more Christina. like Christina than Christina does. <laughs> <laughs> if Farrah had asked to sing at the <laughs> that New Orleans bar, they would have let her on stage. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but Josh sent it to me and Nick and Lindsay. There's a video of of the side note here. Christina Aguilera showed up at a bar in New Orleans. She was going to perform the next night in a theater. Oh, and she just brought herself up on stage and said, do you want me to sing? No, she asked. She said, can I sing? She said, can I sing? Yes. And the band said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then she stood there. And she said, you don't want that? 
I so <laughs> it's awful. It's so I'm making it's making my face. I up. think that she dealt with it very well. I think she did too. Especially for like in the past, she was rumored to be a diva. I think she's been humbled in yes, recent years, and sure. I think that she's probably gotten her mental health in check, and she's like doing much better. In in her defense, Josh is lunging for the mic right now. I just want to say, in her defense. She looked like a frumpy, <laughs> drunk white girl that, like, you, did. you couldn't even tell was Christina Aguilera. No. So this band was probably like, here's another, like, yes. white girl, like, drunk woo girl trying to get on stage. Nope, get away. I think they would have loved to have had Christina of Aguilera course. sing of with course. him. I, mean, I think that's amazing. all, like, very, that is entirely what happened. But I would just go rewind the tape, Christina, to that moment. And we all have been there where we're like, wish oh. I had done things a little differently. Yeah. Send your bodyguard up. Never walk up to the stage. But she was probably like, I don't no. want to be a diva. I no. want I want to go and talk to this guy. And he, he said, because the whatever reporter called and asked him about it, he was just like, I didn't know it was her. Christina, come back. We would love for sure. you to sing with us. But don't you think Christina saw what she looked like and was like, that maybe she in that moment wasn't like, she might have been a little buzzed too. Who knows? Probably. But like in the future, send your bodyguard. Yes. Just anyone. Like, Christina, send right someone here. else at another table. Be like, I'm Christina Aguilera. Go ask if they want to. You go ask what I can sing. Because that video. Oh, here. But and here, in the video, someone's filming a video too. Did you notice that? I was like, you no. can't do anything anymore. <laughs> no. But here's the other thing about it. Like, I guess when you're like a very talented singer, and if people know you, you can kind of people want to bring you up, and you know, it's great. But it's it is um, presumptuous to expect people to want you to be on stage, and yeah. there's always that chance you can be rejected. Yeah, and like if you're like a great chef, you're not going to a restaurant and you're not going to be like, can I can I cook? And I know this is probably a really stupid analogy, but like it's it's it is I a little bit annoying that no, she thinks think she can just like get fair. on stage anywhere. Yeah, you should wait to be asked. I feel like or send a, send or send a bodyguard. I like because that. that's the thing. Like you can still maintain that like that. Feeling of like I they want me. It's just right. not direct. You need a you need a And don't you don't you think though, because if I were in a restaurant and Christina Aguilera was there, we would all know Chris even we live in Los Angeles. It could be pheromone. <laughs> True. <laughs> it could like, be pheromone. Can we clarify? Full circle. Is Farah trans? She's not trans. She's not trans. Okay. I had heard Aren't from you the a one source. That told me that she um is a Dom Top. Yeah, I think I might have. Yes, I heard that somewhere. She's a dom top. Yeah, she's rumored. I'm so to be proud a dom of you top. for knowing what a dom top is. <laughs> oh, uh, a black. What was it? A blouse. A blouse. Josh is a blouse. A feminine top. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Who taught us that, Donnie? A blouse. I think so. It must, he must have. It must be Donnie. Yeah. Well, this brings me to the first trans contestant in the history of Drag Race. We are very excited that Gia Gunn. I have to correct you, though. No? Peppermint identified as tra- trans on her season. Well, did she... At the beginning. Maybe we can clarify at the she beginning. She came out on the show. She came out on the show. So let's just go back to starting a season as a yes. tra- okay. as an openly trans contestant. Yes. Because that's what everyone seems to be talking about right now. So I just want to acknowledge the the trans in the room. Yes. And that is Gia Gunn. Gia Gunn. And, and that's huge because there have been... And I also want to address it because there have been some... Not, I wouldn't say anti-trans comments from Rue, but there's been some confusion. <laughs> there's been some confusion as to whether or not trans people belong on Drag Race or not, and that blurry line of if you bring trans people into Drag Race, do then fuck does Lindsay get to go apply for Drag Race? Yeah, <laughs> that is where you have to draw you, the line. You the, Lindsay, you draw the line of Lindsay. You have to draw the line of Lindsay. <laughs> not even just bio queens, just me, just yeah, me. Yeah. 
So, um, but putting that aside, because like that is a whole other episode. Gia Gunn thoughts on Gia Gunn? Do you have any? No, because again, she was before my time. No, she was on a season you watched. She was on season eight, wasn't she? Seven, I think. Oh, seven. Uh, okay, a little bit before my time. I know. Oh, no, no, her. no. It was six. Never mind. It was oh, six. Okay, yeah. Sorry, way before your time. I know of her. Uh, I'm excited. I think it's awesome. Like, Rue made some comments that I don't think she. I'm not defending, but I don't think she meant for them to 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 be so like I don't think she meant for them to be negative. She was just trying to find a draw a line in the sand of like, and I think she realized very quickly was wrong, and it was cool to see that she changed her tone on that very quickly. So I agree. Um, so it's and it's and and then she proved that by bringing Gia on, like, but Gia was not openly trans no. at no. the time. Okay, no. so yeah, yeah, so it's great. Yeah, and then you brought up a good point there too that I think is interesting is that like it's hard for us now. I feel like we struggle with this a lot is like sharing other people's thoughts without feeling like you're defending them. Right. Like we're allowed to talk about how Rue said, but like you just said, like I'm not defending, like we always have to qualify that. And sometimes it's just like, can we just say what someone else said right. without feeling like we're being their cheerleader? Like this is just what they said. And let's talk. Cause like, I sometimes feel like the, like that fear of, did I say the wrong thing or did I think the wrong thing just by saying it? Absolutely. Even just saying tonight, like the fact, like addressing like, Monique and Monet, are they too similar? Like, wondering if that is racist. It might be, but I still want to say the thought and wonder if I, like, and that, cause that's how we work on things, right? Like, that's well, how we figure the, out. It's interesting because, like, I think a lot of the time the reason um, white people won't acknowledge their racism is because we're, like, as white people, we're all racist mm-hmm. in a certain way because we've all been raised in society where we've had a lot of privilege and we don't know, you know, what it's like to be a black person in this country. So there are all always like privilege and that kind of thing that we're not aware of. So to be able to like claim it and say, I don't know if I am being yes. this in this moment. Yes. I think that's a good thing to do. I think we all should. Yeah. We should. White people should be able to acknowledge their racial bias or their rate, like not even bias, but you know what I mean. I know. Like this is. Yeah, yeah exactly. Now I'm <laughs> like, am I saying the wrong thing? No, Yeah. exactly. No, I think you're saying the exact right thing. I think it's, it's, it's really about intention. Mm-hmm. And, that, and I think that's what I mean about Rue. Like, I don't think she was intending to be offensive and, um, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to like gauge what how people like actually feel. But um, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just the intent. Like what, as a white person, you're not like what you were talking about before, Monique Monet. You're not you're not trying to be racist, but right. you are you are openly talking about. It, so and you even can and even if we're just like, and we'll move on from this. I promise. If you guys are still listening, like intention aside, I want to know. Like I've always yes. said, with everything we've talked about on this podcast, if there was something that somebody felt about like me mistaking Venus and Serena, like I want to know because I don't want to. I w- I don't want to feel those thoughts and be like, you know. That yeah, that really that hurt me in some way, or that's something that you should work on. I want to. We all should be wanting to work on these things that we grew up a certain way, thinking and knowing as they as they are. And we've never They're, had to apologize for those things, yeah. or to acknowledge the fact that like we're ignorant in a lot of ways, or we're we have a lot of work to do to undo the things that we're so that are so ingrained in us. Yeah, and I think that's the perfect way to say it. It's like ignorance versus like intention. Right. If there is ignorance, if somebody were to come to me and say like, like anything about being gay that they didn't know, I uh, it, unless it was intentionally like yeah. mean and hurtful, I'd be like, oh, it's actually not that way. I would want to always come from that place. It's not that way. It's this way. Yeah, it's all about education. Ooh, that was a detour. Let's. We did it. 
I think we only have one more queen. Let's end on Jasmine Masters. Lindsay's face just lit up. I love... Well, actually, I want to just say real quick with Gia Gunn. Yeah, um, I didn't, we guess we didn't really talk too much about She it. is a comedic genius unintentionally. At least she was on her season. And I love... I'm excited for that. And also, I saw her at a drag brunch that Annabella, one of our stands, took me to. Hi, Annabella. For my birthday last year, year before, um, in 2017. And um, Gia... Put it on a show. Did she? She would go. She's in this like J Lo would blush at her outfit. She's walking around. That's a dated reference. I know, but still. <laughs> <laughs> it's like J Lo, the 40 something mother. I feel like J Lo just shot up in bed and was like, someone just talked about me being scandalous. That's so sweet. <laughs> and a pile of Fig Newton crumbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dated reference, honey. <laughs> it's a fruited cake. Um, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> oh, it just keeps going. <laughs> anyway, <A> Gia would. <laughs> okay, sorry. Or it's a fruit and cake. Is that what it is? They they had that catchphrase. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So uh, Gia is in this like, it's like Bob Mackie, teeny tiny dress. Um, and this is before she came out as trans officially. But I was, I was looking at her. I was like, that is a woman. I don't know how this is not a woman. And then she came out as trans. Um, so she would walk around. Gia again. She would. What did you say? So you called so I called <laughs> Spoiler alert, my brain. So she would walk around the drag brunch and she would take people's water and then she would just look up and pour it all over herself. I'm here for that. I'm very here for that. It was gorgeous. Very um, that. Very that. Uh, Jasmine Masters. Jasmine very Masters. that. I am I'm ready. I can want I, her on my TV screen again. Can I share a Jasmine Masters story? Please. Jasmine Masters has now performed, I believe, twice, if not three times in two cans. You, you have been with me for one, right? Yes. Okay. And have you for that? She I does Patty, Patty LaBelle? I don't think so. I think that was when it was just you and me, like the birthday weekend. I so. so I went back and finally watched season seven, which is the season that Jasmine was on and has been notoriously like, like across the board is the like worst season of Drag Race. I loved season seven. I think it's probably because I went in thinking it was going to not be great. And so I was just like, no, this is actually really good. Super dramatic. Did you watch season seven, Josh? I don't remember. No. I own it on Amazon. Well, not that it matters to you guys because you steal everything. How far did Jasmine... Anyway. How far did Jasmine get? Jasmine did not make it far at all. And the thing that sucks is that I remember being like, oh, Jasmine must make it like seven episodes into the season. She gets voted off. Like or, She's like third like gone. third, but she shows nothing but potential in all of her episodes. So that's why I'm super excited to see her. They are fighting for this mic right now. They both have thoughts on Jasmine. No, we're both being actually really nice to each other, making sure the other one gets the mic if they want it. Oh, that's so sweet. Is that what's it's really giving. happening? Yeah. So I, we've seen Jasmine now a couple times at Toucans, and when she comes to Toucans or when she goes anywhere, she's the few times I've seen her, she does Patti LaBelle, a live performance, and I mean, it's 10 minutes long. She knows every single intonation of every line that Patti says and moves the crowd, sweats, and works her ass off, and I am so excited to see her on All Stars. And the thing with Jasmine is, yeah, she, she went home early, I don't think I could name another 
queen that went home so early is now on All Stars and it is very much in the drag vernacular. Yes. And it's because she made social media her bitch after her season. Yep. She became a meme and she also is, I'm Jasmine Masters and I got something to say. <laughs> and then she will go off on so many things and... She's just a joy and a pleasure, and I hope she does well. I really do. I think there's a chance that she won't, yeah. but I really, my heart goes out to her in so many ways. I love her so much. Her wig line was not great in the promos, <laughs> but she's still giving me everything that I need from Jasmine Masters. They talked about in the Meet the Queens that Justin Bieber once retweeted one of her like things, which is pretty big. I mean, yeah. Justin Bieber... Do you think he knew like what he was doing? That's a great doing? question. Uh, like, if you had to put all of your money on it. Yeah, I would not, actually. I'd he be like, I'm no just... Idea. No, probably not. And then you win twice your money? Great. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Um, so, do you guys feel comfortable with a top three right now? I mean, even if you don't, we're going to do it because it's... I have mine written down. Okay. So, let's do the, the, what we usually do, which is say one, and then we'll move to the next, and... Lindsay, would you like to start? Sure. I will start. Um, my first one will be... I mean, my, let's no, just... No, this is also... Let's say... It's out of order. And out of order and also who will make it, not who we want. Let's do wills. Okay. So, yeah, these are wills. Okay. Um, Valentina. Okay. I'm going to also go with Valentina. Let's all say. She's going to make it to the final three. I, she must. She has to. Yeah. She's learned her lesson. Yeah. She's going to know all the words. Yes. To every lip sync. <laughs> Um, so my next one will be Trinity, the Tuck Taylor, and don't lose your last name, Taylor. I'm going to go with Jasmine Masters. Oh. I will also second Trinity, Trinity, the Tuck, and while we're here, I will also second Jasmine Masters. Oh. Those are my three. Those are your three. Oh, Jasmine's in your top three. She Interesting. Is. That's a twist. It's I my wild expect. card, but, uh, I, it was between that and Latrice, and I feel like... I'm going to go Jasmine. I'm going Latrice. Believe. Yeah. Latrice is my other one. And this is a great, and you still have your third, sorry. I'm going to go Latrice also. Okay. This is where we're at, and I think it's a good place to be. I yeah. think like we're, that's great representation. If it makes it to a final four, which it might be, because that's the way it seems to have been going. I think, I think if it's a final four, Manila will make it. Yeah. In my mind. Oh, I didn't think about Manila. Fuck. My fourth is Monique. Wow, brown cow. All right. I forgot. Okay. I thought we were doing three. If we're doing four, I'm throwing Manila. Well, you were the one that brought up the okay, four. Yeah, that, no, but I... <laughs> no, if we're doing five. <laughs> All the queens. I feel like Donnie's mad at me because I didn't put uh, Manila in my four. So he is very we'll mad. Just, she'll well, be he, on, yeah. we, we know... we pretty sure that Farrah's going home first, right? <laughs> Can we yeah. say that? Like, I hate no, to say it. I don't know. Could be an, I remember thinking that about Aja. And then Aja True. left off a box and was in the, the, the Is top Is she going to jump from that? Yeah. She was in, in the first episode. She won, didn't she? I think so. She was, I think Aja was like amazing for the first like three. She was like, she was getting cocky at, yeah. at a certain, which was kind of fun to watch. She was just like, oh, I don't yeah. really know what to do. I keep yeah. winning. Like, she was great. And I still love Aja. Well, let's pick a winner. Let's just do it. All right, my winner is Latrice. Wow. I'm going with my heart. I'm going with Latrice. <gasps> Two Latrices. Yeah. I got to go different. I am going to say the winner is Trinity. Okay. 
So let's see. All right. I also want to acknowledge that I'm, my heart is broken that Naomi did not make my list, even though I wear her T-shirt all the time. And I love her, and I'm excited for her to do things. She might still. She might still. Well, you guys, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. We still have to flip our wigs. And you have a wig on. Do you want me to no, we want you to stay. Okay. We want you to stay. Do you, have, do you have wigs to flip? But only if you have a wig to flip, which you have literally, but you have an actual thing that you're happy about right now. Me blowing loads. <laughs> I'm happy about so much, you guys. Um, but let me just think about it. Let yeah, me you think about it. We'll get started. You think about it. We'll, we'll get in there. You should flip your wig, though. Like, you have to actually lose it. Can I boomerang it, though? I put them on our story. Oh, you already story. have them? Okay. I didn't. I, well, I just put them on our story. But you can boomerang it. I want to boomerang them. That should be a new thing. That should be a new thing. Did you boomerang them last night? No, I You're couldn't. such a slut. I was so drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like probably it's like, like a tossed salad. I feel like it's probably like a, a penis that curves towards the guy, uh-huh. and you like ride it with him, and okay. you go, and you work back, and like you keep coming back for more. There you go. <laughs> it could also <laughs> be so like stupid. you you sent someone home, and then they came back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that wins. That, that is wins. new. That's Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. He's a real boomerang. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. They win. All right, flip your wig. Ready? You just gonna like flip it off or do whatever you three. Wait, I'm in the monsoon room. Oh my god, this is so not interesting. Three, two, one. No, it was perfect actually. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good. So let's flip our wigs. Let's. Can I start? No. Okay. You can. Okay, thank you. Um, I want to start this week by um, no bad news, but just quickly, male artists and country music are 99% of what we hear. Country music is right. owned by men. Yes. And it sucks because yes. I live for a woman in country music. I know you do. And I got to see the Pistol Annies last week. And the Pistol Annies, if you guys do not know, are Miranda Lambert. And Ashley, oh crap, I should remember her name right now. Ashley, I believe. Simpson. Ashley Simpson. And <laughs> um, the worst part is I have no idea what the last one's name is right now. But um, anyway. The Nina Pistolan- Benina Brown. The <laughs> 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 Pistolanis. Wait, yes. I can't. I'm Miranda Lambert, <laughs> Ashley Simpson, and, and Nina, Nina Benina Brown. <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. Oh, oh my God. Anyway, they're the real Pistol Annies I saw in Los Angeles uh, last week, and they are just unreal. And they're in a time where there is no women in country music. They have this is their third album they most recently put out called Interstate Gospel. It's a perfect country album. It deserves to be Grammy nominated outside of country music. They put on an outstanding show and I just I always get excited when women are represented in country music and Love we it. got three powerhouses here. So if you haven't listened to the album yet and you're interested in the same genre, you should check it out. There's some awesome songs on there and it's just nice to See some representation. Yeah. Because if I get one more Luke Bryan song about a truck and a dartboard, I'm just, no offense to your dartboard, by the way, but it was just in my periphery. Do you have something against dartboards generally or no? Uh, not generally, but it worked really well with a truck. Okay. Yeah, that's all. Chew tobacco, chew tobacco, chew tobacco, spit. spit. What's funny about that song is Miranda's actually on that song. Gross. I know. I hate that song. So gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping on with the music. 
I have, music, I have more music. This is good. Music. I do too. I have <laughs> another music after this. Actually, it's all kind of music. It doesn't matter. Um, so don't know if you guys know this, but I've loved Hanson since I was a child. I didn't know that, but it makes a lot of sense. Yes. That tracks. So fourth grade, um, their debut album came out and Donnie's getting another name drop, but we were obsessed with that album. And ever since then- that middle I've, of nowhere? Yes. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It had Mbop on it. Um, no, duh. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, shut like, up. <laughs> Hanson's first song was Mbop. Wow. Just Thanks for up, taking Paul. us back. <laughs> So they have released an album called String Theory, and um, it's because they went on a North American tour, they're currently on it, that they're touring with an orchestra, and it just popped up on my, up on my Spotify, and I was like, oh, what's this? I love it. Oh. It's a reimagining of all their quote-unquote hits after awesome. Mbop and a couple other songs. I'm like, I thought this was all new, but... Some of it is like so... So when you say you're a Hanson fan, how much deeper into Hanson do you go? Not very deep. See, then you're not a Hanson fan. I have to call you out right now because I loved Middle of Nowhere, which is what it was called. So but you're Hanson's, a Hanson fan too. But Hanson's second album, find... There's no, a song, I, do you know If Only? Yes. Oh, that is a monster. Great song. That song is fantastic. Yes. So like, I just want to be clear that you know Hanson if you're saying you know Hanson. I know Hanson as much as I know the fucking Spice Girls. So I would still call myself a Spice Girls fan. I'm not sure I understand that clarification, but okay. It's from my youth okay. is what I'm saying. Okay. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But this new out, al- it's like 23 songs because it's their, basically their entire catalog. And they did new arrangements with this symphony and some of them are so cinematic. Oh, I want to hear this. It's like, E.T., are you phoning home right now? <laughs> um <laughs> References are just <laughs> blowing my mind right now. It's just now. like so Amblin, you know, when you're like you're you're soaring over a field and it's all strings, and you're like, yes. By the way, I'm photoshopping your head onto ET's body for the meme this week. Please, please do. <laughs> yes. And there was like one where it sounded kind of funky, and then there was one called Yearbook that was just like, oh, it's about a yearbook, and it's like super intense. I love the whole album. And I was like, I should go to this tour. They had already been in Los Angeles in oh, October. I would have gone with that to that show. Yeah. They're and, like, say what you want about Hanson. They're great Remarkably musicians. talented musicians. Yes. And the songwriting is awesome too. Yeah. Their there song, are, their first song happened to be called Mbop. That's the only thing that you can hold against them. some of their songs sound like Christian music without Jesus. Well, aren't they Mormon? I don't think they're Mormon, but I do think they're religious. Oh. We'll I'm going to look it up. Can you look it up? Um, do you have a, a wig to flip yet? Um, <laughs> the only thing, the one thing I'm, uh, that I'm excited about, I don't know if you guys care about this at all, but, um, there's a show in Narcos that is on I, Netflix. Have you listened to this podcast? <laughs> it's fair. Let him Listen, be, there straight are representation is as important as no, gay I'm just representation. saying it doesn't matter if we're into it. You just talk about what you like. That's there fair. are so many okay. things that I talk about that Paul's like, you're so fucking stupid. I'm I, like, but I love it. Yeah. By the way, there's, By the a, way, there's not a lot of like that. It's the Real Housewives that you like that to me, but I'm not like that to you ever. Your turn. Sorry. Another show that's similar, by the way, um, is El Chapo, and they there is a uh, gay character that um, is featured in that show, and it's it's kind of an amazing gay love story. That oh. anyway, um, but you wouldn't expect that scripted. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So Narco, do you know what Narcos is? I do. 
but it's I, a really it's a really um, amazing show about cartels started out with Pablo Escobar and each season it like goes to like whoever took over after Pablo was uh, was killed spoiler alert um, and then so on and then and like what's going on and and it, the new I think it's the is it the fourth season maybe third season fourth season is coming out uh, in a couple of days on Netflix so I I think that show's amazing I think the are awesome you binge watch right there are very few shows that I that I binge watch and that is one I'll binge watch it because I won't be watching it with Lindsay so she won't like fall asleep and then I'll have to like wait in like a week until we can actually finish it so I will binge watch that in a couple of days and it's it's like amazing I'm realizing now how good it is to have you here to, to get some deeper insights on Lindsay how often I percentage Falling asleep you all do, the time. You do, but I want to know from him, like, because it seems like a lot. So I just want to know percentage of things that you start on the couch with her that she falls asleep for. Um, Can I guess? Yes. I'm going to say it's like probably 45. Oh, I think I would go higher. And wow, here's why. I, I thought that was high. Here, wait, here, don't try to take the <laughs> mic from me, bitch. Here's why. This is so cheap. There, so. So I w- if I really want to watch like a movie with her and I want her to stay up so we can finish it, I'm like, okay, so we have to start it at like se- before eight. Six? Before, Are you going to say like, six? I was going to say like seven. We have to start it before eight because I want to make sure that she's going to be up. Um, and then it's like, and then hopefully, and then hopefully we'll get through the whole thing. But there aren't that, or we'll watch during the day, which doesn't happen very often, you know. But but um, there aren't that. Hey, this many is cutting shows. to a moment where you just wake up in the morning, you lead her to the couch, and you put her down so you can watch a movie. Good yeah. morning, let's go watch a movie, <laughs> yeah, sweetheart. Exactly. <laughs> what are wake, we doing? <laughs> um, there aren't that many movies that we've started. I will say that we've started after eight p.m. that we've <laughs> that we've um, finished. So because of her falling asleep. Oh yes. I like to wake up early. <laughs> <laughs> My bedtime. What, what, what is your percentage? I would say at least like 70% of the time. Wow. If we start something late, like I don't think. Like, no, that I fall asleep? No. If we're going to try to watch like a, like a two-hour feature, how often do you think that you will finish? <laughs> we don't start two-hour features at 8 o'clock. Why do you? Are you saying that's early or late? That's late. Exactly. Okay. okay right. yeah. Eight o'clock is late. It is. Yeah, that's a, that's I an odd thing to like say. Like to go to bed. Early. <laughs> then just go to bed. Why do you have to <laughs> let him watch TV both sides? <laughs> so either way, she wins right now. But either way, she really loses. Well, here's the, here's here's the thing. Okay. Though. Okay. When when we're watching something, he'll be like, "What do you want to watch? You want to watch a show? Do you want to watch a movie? Oh, it's kind of late. We shouldn't watch a movie. Let's watch a show." Um, and he's like, but what about this? Movie? You're like, <laughs> no, he's like, well, what about this movie? I'll be like, yeah, we can watch that. Cause I don't really care. So I could just fall asleep on the couch. But that is actually good. You recognize that you're going to fall asleep. But then he's like, no, oh. let's watch something together. Oh. Let, me, let me say this. this though. Is you, you're saying this that is she, she recognizes that she's going to fall asleep. That's not completely true. And Somebody here's is. why. Here's why we'll decide we're going to watch something. And then she will, um, She'll like put her arm up so I can't see her I eyes, like too. as if I don't I know do that, that she's too. falling asleep over this. there. It's like, bitch, I know you're falling asleep. But it's also my comfort, my comfort lay. So there will be something that I'm really into that I'm watching, <laughs> and we're watching together. And it'll be like every ten minutes, are you awake? I'm a fucking awake. Wait, no, but you, you're comfortable because you're trying to fall asleep. No, this is this also is, just the way I lay when bitch, I'm comfortable, bitch. bitch no, no one it's lays true. like this to be more comfortable. That's how I lay. When you're trying to fall yes. asleep. No, when yes. I'm comfortable too. 
She's gotten used to falling asleep like that because she's always trying to. That's hide what her. I. That's yes. Exactly what she's no, you programmed no, yourself. No, no, no. That's also genetic. <laughs> like there are like five members of my family that fall asleep like that. Like we're riding a roller coaster. Okay, name all five. <laughs> Brenna, myself, Nina Bonita Brown, <laughs> Nina Bonita Brown, Ashley Simpson. <laughs> no, my mom, Brenna, my cousin Brenna, myself, and I think one other family member all so sleep all we've like determined that. Is that you all do this right before you fall asleep? Bitch, no, I also Your like to lay like that. pose. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Um, I want to, since I'm going to talk one more thing about music, I'll do a movie that I watched. Um, I was in Dallas for work yesterday and was in a headspace to just watch something I didn't have to really pay, atten- pay attention to. And I went on to Netflix and I was like, what is the Christmas movie, like sort of mindless movie thing oh. going on? I did not venture into Christmas because I just wasn't there, but I found a film called Coffee Shop. Because it was called Coffee, Coffee Shop. Shop. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just going to see what this is. I watched the entire movie. We might have to bring back Book Club. I was it bad good? So terrible. Oh, I love and it. so good. For like, and it was, I, I'm like, why do I not watch more of these movies? Because it is such a fascinating exploration in terms of what is being made now and what people are watching. And I wonder how many people watch them in the same way I do and how many people watch them. Genuinely. Genuinely. And I don't mean to cast any shade, but I am being very shady right now that if you watch this film and you felt like there was something that happened there that was quality. We need to talk. Well, I mean, you listen to this podcast. You're not one of those people. But I just I think that this genre existing is so fascinating. The the very, very quick plot premise is a woman who owns a coffee shop in a sort of like blase version of Savannah. I don't know where they shot it. It's beautiful, too. That's the other thing. You watch it, and you're like, God, this is just gorgeous. So that's nice. She reminded me of Jenny Garth meets Charlize Theron. Perfect. Meets a doll from, like, the 40s. Perfect. That's broken. Yes. You know those dolls that have, like, the eyelashes? The eye that won't, like, like, quite open. She can't emote except to blink her eyes. That's how she tells you how she's feeling. And it was... Everything. It was so What's fantastic. What's the actress's name? Because I feel like she would shoot herself if you heard that <laughs> description of her. It was, oh, I, I will. I'm going to look it up. You guys should just go to Netflix and do yourself a favor and check out Coffee Shop. It is a joy. And I will say there's genuine twists that I didn't see coming. They, I didn't see them well, coming because they don't make sense. <laughs> but it's still exciting to see. Um, so I would say that if you need a little sort of a, a vacation for your mind, check out the coffee shop. Great. Yeah. It was when it was a shot. Um, Laura Vand something is the main... Laura Vandervoort. Well, that's rough. That's the, her name. Vandervoort. That'll make me a star. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. That's my name. Vandervoort. Her name is actually like Laura Starling and she's like not interesting enough. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I also had a music one, but I'll leave that for after uh, this. Taylor Swift, everyone. Do you remember in 2017 when there was a rumor that she was being carried from her New York apartment to the car in a giant suitcase? Yes. Turns out that's true. No, it's not. No, it's not. Turns out it's true. No, it's not. Because uh, what's the fucking wonder? Uh, Zane Malik. Yes. He had an extensive extensive interview in British Vogue that talked about like celebrity and what it's like and all this stuff. And at one point, he said that Taylor Swift was traveling around in a suitcase. Yes, it confirms. I'm breathless. That Taylor was having her bodyguards 
carry her from her New York apartment to her vehicle in a giant black suitcase. Because she didn't, she didn't want like anybody bothering her, whether it was paparazzi or fans. That she wanted to avoid paparazzi. Aren't there other better ways? Like you know what? Disguises, wigs, you know, anything. <laughs> They're waiting outside her apartment. Okay. So she can't wear a wig and be like, I'm not Taylor Swift. I'm Wiggy McWiggers Swift. Wiggy McWiggers <laughs> Swift. Yes. <laughs> it's now the name of this episode, by the way. <laughs> um, fair. I still think that there's other manners sure. of transportation. But I'm, I mean, I just think about getting into that suitcase, how hard that must have been. It's a big suitcase, but she's a very she's tall, tiny. tall person. She probably now. got a kick out of it. It was probably like something that she felt like she was in one of sure. those bad Hallmark movies. I was like, just put me in the suitcase. This is how I'm just going to be a Troy. real girl. Put me in the suitcase. I'm the girl in the suitcase. But then the Hallmark movie would have switched the bags accidentally and, and then she she's on a plane <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Call boomerang. <sighs> she it's comes already back? a boomerang. Because she just, comes back? I feel like, I don't know. No, I just because we I, said I, boomerang earlier. Yeah. We're running out of steam. Do you have any more wigs still? No, I don't have I don't any more boring so. TV that Lindsay's going to sleep through. It, I, Narcos is one thing that he knows is his show. That's a good thing. It's it a good is. thing to have your own For shows. Sure. And, I mean, it seems like everything is his show because you don't stay awake for anything. But Listen, uh, The Haunting of Hill House, I How far devoured. Are you? I'm finished. You're done? Oh, I still have so much to do. Yeah, well, I didn't fall asleep in that, so. Here, here's one other straight guy um, wig. <laughs> so sometimes um, when I, when I want to just watch like a mindless thing, I'll just watch like, like here's an example of one I, I watched a couple days ago was uh, The Equalizer. Denzel oh, Washington's yeah. The Equalizer. They made a sequel, didn't so they? So I saw the sequel, or I saw that the sequel came out a few months ago on FML. And it did really well. I'm like, I don't know this movie. So I was like, let me see what the first one is. And it's like <coughs> he plays a John Wick-esque character where he's like almost in, like he's almost inexplicably in, like a superhero. He can like he can destroy everyone. You, you kind of understand that maybe he was like in the CIA or whatever. It, but he has some special talent where he he clicks like a a, a, a timer. And then he, I don't know if everything slows down, but he can kind of like see everything has this sense, like this extra, extra sense, but they never explain it. They don't under, they don't ever explain why he uses, like he he clicks his watch. It's the stupidest movie ever, but (laughs) there are a couple moments that are shot really well that he looks so awesome that I guess that's why everybody tuned in for the second one. Because that, that's the equalizing thing. It's like, it's his time. I have no idea why it's called the equalizer. (laughs) I have, I, I, I. They didn't. They never say it, which I guess is a better thing. But I cannot imagine why it's called the Equalizer. That is interesting. I did not know that about him as the Equalizer. I knew that was his thing. Yeah, I mean, they tie it to mental illness at all. I only asked that because I saw Mile Twenty Two, the Mark Wahlberg one, Uh and he's like really good at his job because he's autistic, and it was really offensive. He, they don't outright say he's autistic, but he snaps a rubber band on his wrist throughout the whole thing, and they're like playing into. That sort of like, he's so good at his job. He's so like hard to tell what he's thinking at any moment. He could snap at any moment. That's why he's so good at his job. And I'm like, or he's like autistic and this is really offensive. That's what I think the accountant was also with uh, Ben Affleck. (laughs) Seriously. There's too many of these things. I think he was autistic and he was like an amazing accountant also can like kill everyone. And at least like Rain Man addresses it. Like they, they say that's what he is. But like in these movies now, it just seems like, oh, are you quirky and weird? Yeah. 
you're just you have a mental illness and you're good at your job. You can kill people. It's like manic pixie dream girl, but guy that might snap and kill everybody. Yeah. Not to say that that's what. <laughs> Never mind. The rails. Do you think that we should um, come up with a sequel to Rain Man where he just like is this crazy, awesome murderer guy who can... Yes. And Tom Cruise now plays that version. He plays the autistic one this time. Okay. And um, I don't know, someone else plays his brother. (laughs) (laughs) Last but not least, (laughs) um, I have one more music thing, which is... And again, Donnie has never been mentioned more in an episode. And I feel like he's going to be like, of course, they're amazing. But do you know Little Mix? I've heard of them. I haven't listened to them. So they're UK-based, four-women pop group. They performed at the MTV European Video Music Awards with Nicki Minaj, who, by the way, since we're not talking about things, I won't mention her aspect of the performance tonight. Mm -hmm. But I will talk about Little Mix's performance. So Nicki opens the number, and then all of a sudden, there's just like a huge boom and the stage turns around, and they're all standing there, and the crowd loses their shit. And, I, and I've always liked their, I've liked a few songs of theirs that I liked, but I didn't know how big they were. The crowd like lost their shit, and they sang their new song, which is called "Woman Like Me," and it is like, oh my god, I miss pop music. Yes, it's just a pop banger, and they're dancing, and they're hot, and they're just like owning the stage. And there's four of them, and they've been around a while, so I'm like, it seems like they're probably good with each other. I don't know, but I was just all about like, yes, all right, we have a pop girl yes. group. They're UK based. Let's get them here this year. I yeah. revisited all their old albums and I'm so in for everything Let's now. Do it. So Let's Little do Mix, it. want them in 2019. Okay. 2019, meanwhile. Barf. Yeah. That's um, my last wig. My last wig is also music. Um, Muse. Ick? Not Ick. Muse yeah. is a band. Also UK based. Um, <laughs> Your puns are. They're not on point tonight. <laughs> So they dropped a new album, Simulation Theory. Uh, it's giving me Tron realness. Ooh. There's some like 80s vibes, but you still get the like the 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 base of Muse behind it, which is great. The um, anthemic, like yes, dun, dun, dun. exactly. Yeah. And like Matthew Bellamy is an incredible pianist, and so he'll have some like cool like piano breaks. Um, but a lot of anthemic shit. There's one track that has a marching band in it. I am into it. Wait a long time for this album. And it finally dropped, like, I think on the 7th. And I was just like, it's here. And it's so good. It, although I played it nonstop for, like, two days. And then after that, I was like, I may have overplayed this very quickly. Did it earworm you? It, Do you have earworms? Do you ever get those? Like, no. song in your head that you can't let go of? Like No, oh there, my are, God. there are times that I'll wake up and be like, why is that song in my head? Do you mean every day for me? Really? I wake up with a song every morning and I th- it, it changes every day. It's probably whatever, like this, I'm comfortable saying this because I talked about it with my sister who's also a little crazy too and she was like, no, every morning I wake up with a song in my head and I'm just like, here we go. Like, I do think that there's probably something wrong with my brain, but... <laughs> I do it like once every three days maybe. Oh, it's... Ev- well, you're young too. Get ready. Every morning I wake up with a song in my head. That's a confession right now, you guys. We were talking about this the other day. Um, you, do you have transition mu- transitional music? No, what's that? Like, okay, so I, we were talking about how there's a Rufus Wainwright song that is pretty much always in my head, and whenever I just, like, start walking... Is it cigarettes? No. no. I wish it was that one. The one that I... That, was it? What a World. What a okay. World. Do you know yeah. that song? Yeah. When that... Um, is it a French horn or or a tuba? Yep. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. what that is. 
that is always in my head as I'm like walking. Every when, time when you jo- walk, time, but, but often. <laughs> when when he first told me this, I was just like, "Oh, it's nice. It's like nah, because it's kind of like strings and everything." And he's just like, "No, it's the horn part, and the horn part is bomb, bomb." Bum. It's like he envisions himself as being like a giantly obese person. <laughs> and with every step, a horn plays for you. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel why. much better about my condition. Now. It's this one song is always in my head. I don't know why. I mean, I love that album. I love Rufus Wainwright. I love a lot of other songs yeah. from other artists, too. I don't know why pump, that one is there. Pump, pump. Oh, what a world we live in, man. (laughs) Great song. Oh, what a world indeed. Yeah, we made it. Well, that was fantastic. It was great. Thank you for joining us, too. Thank you, Josh. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you for being here. This was very, very fun. And um, we thank you for listening. Yes, as always. Um, Where can they find us? In case my mom is listening, I just want to say hi. Mom, I I love you. That's so nice. listens to us and walks the boards. Marsha. She does. I love you too. I love you too, Marsha. I said um, first. <laughs> first is worst, second is best. Third Did you is guys the ever nerd say who that? to get dressed. <gasps> yeah. Hey, girl. Oh, hey, girl. Um, <laughs> if you ever want to know where to find us on the socials, on the social meds, you can find us at Wigs and Weiss at Instagram, at Wigs and Weiss at Twitter, at Wigs and Weiss on Facebook. But everybody should quit Facebook because it's a horrible entity. Yeah. You can email us. Wigsandwise at gmail.com. Anything else? No, just thank you for your love and support. Yeah, we love you. And we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Yeah, see you soon. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. Bye. Bye, Wigs. Give me